New set of downs from the 41 of Cincinnati. Play fake. Trubisky floats it outside. Zach Gentry. Big Zach Gentry breaks free inside the 10. It's now time for our weekly conversation with Eldorado Eagle, Michigan Wolverine, and Pittsburgh Steelers, Zach Gentry, on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Presented by the Sports Bar at Sandia Resort and Casino, close to home, far from ordinary. Now, here's Zach Gentry. This is that we all Welcome back to Team Talk, live from the Sandia Sports Bar at Sandia Resort and Casino. Come on out, Monday Night Football, Saints and Bucks coming up at about 6.20, but coming up here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team is our guest every Monday night. He's the tight end for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, win yesterday, win against the Indianapolis Colts, now 5-7 and seven on the, the season. And Zach, when we spoke last week, we had to tape it because it was Monday night football for you guys we were hoping the next time we caught up you were uh in both those games and you sure enough did uh the the game against the colts kind of a rock fight it wasn't a picasso but you got it done on the road and then yesterday talk to us about that game another game which you led throughout but was tight till the very end as usual zach yeah i mean it was it was a great game um just feels like every time we win a game um not only this year, but the last couple of years, like we can't seem to just pull away and win comfortably. We always got to make it close and make sure everybody has a heart attack in the process. So, um, it really was one of those games that felt like we dominated from you know from beginning to end. Um, one of those games where you you look up at the scoreboard at the end and you're kind of feeling like you should be seeing thirty five to six up there, and it's you know a one possession game. But um, you know, a win's a win in the National Football League and um, on the road in a different environment. And so we'll take it all day, but you know we're we're kind of starting to stack them a little bit. We're definitely playing a lot better uh, post bye week. No doubt about it. Yeah, and getting two wins in a row is hard enough, much less uh, on the road, is which is what you did. And uh, so yesterday, uh, man, I, I saw um, the uh, the information on the percentage of plays. Other than uh, Kenny Pickett and uh, your wide receiver Devonte Johnson, uh, you were on the field more than anybody uh, on the offense. So uh, I got to, and then plus you do some special team stuff too, uh, Zach. But uh, man, uh, no rest for the weary yesterday. Yesterday, you were out there, number eighty-one. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a long game for sure, and we had kind of talked during the week about committing to the run game, and of course, I'm a big part of the uh, you know the the run game strategy for us, and so I knew it was going to be a a big big workload for me. So excited about it. Um, definitely, you know, got to play a lot, um, but uh, just did did what I needed to do to to keep moving the ball. We ran the ball um, as good as we have all year. Um, I heard you talk a little a little bit earlier about. You know, Najee having a good game wasn't necessarily a huge breakout game, but he had, you know, some, some good yards. He's uh, yep. throwing some people around and, and finding some open holes. So um, definitely the last weeks, like I've been saying, is uh, run game's getting a lot better, and I think that's really just kind of facilitating the whole offense for us. Yeah, and I was worried, uh, you know, Najee came out of that, as you know, you saw him, you know, walking into the locker room, I'm sure that wasn't great, but uh, man, uh, what what a resilient guy, wanting to come back right away and play on a short week, and uh, man, he got into the end zone, I mean, uh, he obviously has some intangibles that you really like about him and being on the same team as Najee Harris, uh, Zach. 
Yeah, absolutely. He's first and foremost. He's I mean, he's such a good guy and he's such a hard worker. He's um, somebody that you really enjoy having in the locker room. He's a great teammate to have. But um, aside from his just the fact that he's just a, a physical specimen, I mean, he's one of the um, you know fastest, quickest guys I've seen. It you know his height. I mean, he's he's like six three. Uh, you know, I don't even know how much he weighs, but he's got to be like 225, 230 at least. But right. um, aside from his physical and, and attributes, you know, to uh, play banged up as well as he did, you know, um, we, uh, all, this last week he was questionable the whole week. He didn't really practice much at all um, the, the whole week, you know, so we won't really know how much we were going to be able to use him. And for him to go out and, and be able to get that many carries, you know, and, and play the way he did was pretty special. Yeah, no, I, you know, when you got a guy like that, a vet like that, that does get you first downs. I mean, we saw it, you know, just like watching Zeke Elliott last night for the Cowboys. I mean, Najee can be that guy. Uh, you told me the story. You and Najee go back well before the NFL, right, Zach? Yeah, well, he, he, so he visited Michigan uh, when I was there, and so I got to meet him a little bit in college. Uh, as a matter of fact, he was leaning towards being a Wolverine for a long time, uh, then Alabama was, uh, was able to swoop in there and get him. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, uh, I also got, I want to ask about uh, Kenny Pickett, okay? Uh, and uh, Coach Tomlin's being asked every single, you know, time after games, and he's making kind of a, a joke about it. You guys are asking me the same thing. So so take us, like, into the week of practice. I mean, uh, you've been around quarterbacks. You want to have a quarterback that's got, you know, confidence and swagger, but is also uh, a guy that you want as your teammate. Uh, Pickett hasn't been turning the ball over. His numbers aren't overwhelming, uh, but he's winning, and he's He's only a rookie, Zach. Uh, talk to us about you. What you'll see out of him, like on the Wednesday, Thursdays, and Fridays of the week. Well, I think his uh, just general demeanor and leadership capabilities during the week are far more advanced than than typical rookies. Uh, maybe it's because he's more of a mature guy. You know, I think he he spent five years at Pitt uh, next door, and so he's he's an older older guy for a rookie, and um, was a longtime starter there. So. He's he's just ahead of the curve there, you know. We we really uh, as an offense mesh well with him. He's a competitive dude, like we've talked about before. But he's, um, you know, he's not afraid to speak up. Um, it's easy to communicate with him. He he likes to make sure that you know if we don't get a play run correctly or something doesn't feel well, we we get it done again. Um, you know, in practice. And so, um, even though he's young, it's it's good to have a quarterback like that. And like you said, he's he's not turning the ball over, which is the biggest thing. I mean, in, in the NFL. Um, you know, a gigantic reason why you lose games um, are turnovers and, and field field position. Um, so as long as he continues to not turn the ball over and just, just executes and makes the smart decisions and, um, you know, continues to practice the way he's practiced, I think he's, he's going to keep uh, just getting better and better for sure. Yeah, and he's a guy... I mean, like, uh, it, not only is it hard to be a, a rookie quarterback, you know, and, and some the last two games, conditions were perfect because you were indoors. But, you know, this Sunday, uh, I, I looked at the forecast. It's not going to be a balmy in Pittsburgh or whatever. But you got a guy <laughs> who played a ton of college football in, like, tough weather, okay? Uh, he grew up in New Jersey where they're known to have some tough winters, okay? Those kind of intangibles sometimes can pay dividends. Um, you know, you played in Michigan. Some of the coldest games you've ever played, the coldest game I think you said you played ever was like at Penn State or something. I mean, there is a little bit of, of being, especially when you're a quarterback, of not being afraid to, to play in just miserable conditions, Zach. Absolutely. and I mean, there's uh, it definitely gets miserable in this part of the country when you're playing football games in December and January. Um, 
it's 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 uh it's cold. I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. And especially when you start playing those primetime games when it's nighttime and there's a breeze coming off the river, it's really cold. So there's definitely a, a factor, you know, about that with with Kenny. And I think that's one of the reasons that they like him coming out of college was just the fact that he had played here for in Pitt for five years, the same stadium that we play in. You know, so I mean, Kenny's Kenny's used to playing in that stadium, um, in that exact stadium with the, the exact conditions, and so that was probably one of the things that I would imagine was attractive to the, the front office here in Pittsburgh. But, uh, I mean, absolutely something that you look for um, uh, from a guy coming out. You know, there's there's guys that play in Florida or play in the SEC that are playing great competition, but, you know, that's something that uh, you never talk about is the weather factor. No doubt about it. We're talking to Zach Gentry of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, two wins in a row for the Steelers. They play Sunday against the Baltimore Ravens at 11 o'clock. Uh, another thing, too, um, man, you know, this little grind that you went through. You know, you're sitting there at 3-7. and seven, you got these two road games. Mike Tomlin, uh, I mean, you've been around him now. This is your fourth season with him, Zach. A lot of people wonder if he might not be one of the best coaches, not only in the NFL, just in sport. Uh, like, you know, what 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 does he bring into the table? Take us take us into the locker room. I know a game is a game, and it's part of the business to win. But what about yesterday after the game? You guys getting that W? Any any special message from Tomlin? I mean, he he's really just been adamant about stacking them. You know, he said that once you get the first one down, the second one's easier, and the third one's easier, and the fourth one's easier, and that's. I mean, it's true. I've been here long enough to know um, that's you know that's really how it works. You start to get some momentum, especially later in the season when you've got teams figured out or you're a younger team like us who's meshing better. Um, it's easier to start stacking them because you're gaining more confidence and you're getting more cohesive as a unit. But um, I mean, the thing that I always appreciate about Mike Tomlin is he's just never a moving target. You know, you're you always know what you're going to get uh, week in and week out, day in and day out. He's um, you know he's, he's easy to talk to, he's easy to communicate with, and he, he doesn't really. Um, you know, mince words. Um, it's black and white. He's not a moving target. Um, so it's, it's really special to play for him. Um, and he brings energy. You know, we're down right now. We've been down the last month, two months. And, you know, he's just solely focused on uh, getting us back into the playoff hunt and playoff picture. And uh, he certainly is working his tail off to do that. I mean, I've seen it uh, every single day. He's there till you know, late at night. Uh, he's never been a stranger to to spending the night at the facility too, um, you know, and when we're in a rut like this. So um, it's pretty special to get to play for a guy like that. Hey, so when we were talking last week, you guys had gotten into Indianapolis. You were talking about how, you know, night before games, uh, they've got stuff set up for you there uh, at the hotel, uh, and it's kind of like your option or your prerogative. You guys are all pros now. So uh, so uh, let me ask you, Saturday night in the ATL, uh, did you uh, chill at the hotel again, or uh, was there anything uh, that you went out and did while you were uh, getting ready for that game yesterday? Oh, you know, not too much. I, uh, I I really didn't do much. Just hung out um, for the most part, unless there's something you know really attractive or like a, a tight end dinner or something that, that the group wants to do the night before the game. For the most part, I'm just hanging out and eating at the hotel. Um, this last week, especially, I was getting over a little cold, so um, I was just laying low and and uh, focusing on uh, getting a good night of sleep for the game. And uh, obviously on the first bus that headed to uh, the Mercedes-Benz Dome or whatever it's called, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you're playing in a, a, yeah, one o'clock game. What time did uh, the first bus take off uh, from the hotel there, Zach? The first wave of buses took off at 9.15. The second one was at 10.15. 
And you were on the 1015 bus? I was on the 915. <laughs> just, just kidding. <laughs> I know. We we already talked about this routine, man. I was you say, say you're Joe, not. Come on. <laughs> you 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 say you're not superstitious, but you know you're always on that 915 bus, and you're always checking out, making sure. I'm just kidding. I know. I know. You're you're not superstitious. <laughs> I'm a little. I'm okay. a little uh, You're. <laughs> I gotcha. Go ahead, Sam. I, I know you wanted to, I, I wanted to bring you in and talk to Zach. Yeah, it's good to talk to you again, Zach. How does that get decided? I, I mean, is it really just up to you guys who goes on, on which bus? Is there, you know, rookies got to get on the first bus? I mean, how does that get decided? I mean, yeah, it's, it's everybody's own prerogative, really. It's, uh, that's the other thing I appreciate about, like, Coach Tomlin and our staff is they kind of let, um, pros be pros and decide what's what's good for them some guys really just enjoy getting to the stadium with less time to prepare less time to think about the game so they kind of just hit the ground running and they get taped up and get stretched out and do it um get out for warm-ups but other guys like me they like to get there you know several hours early and kind of just get away the land and get taped up and get loosened up and walk around the stadium so it's really um everybody's an option but you have to be on one of the two buses that's for sure Steelers tight end Zach Gentry with us here on Team Talk ESPN Radio 101.7 the team. So there's a video that comes out yesterday of Mike Tomlin in the tunnel. You know, somebody, I don't know who it was, but somebody was telling him, you know, giving him a thumbs up and says, hey, you know, let's go get him today. And and, Mike, and he's just, I'm, I'm doing my job. So, I mean, Mike Tomlin is who he is. He, he Like you said, he is who he is. He, he, he's got this way about him. Has there been, you know, a, a Christmas party or a bye week where you know he's doing a comedy roast? I mean, where where have you seen Mike Tomlin kind of let the hair go down a little bit, Zach? Um, uh, yeah, I appreciate you leaving the expletive off of that. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I believe know. he used the F word. Um, <laughs> but he's uh, that's the thing about Coach Tomlin. You know, he's uh, he's super intense, and on game days, I mean, he's completely locked in, but. He's, he really is such a funny guy. I mean, he's even when he's not trying to be funny, he says funny stuff, and he's got all those, uh, you know, they've been known as Coach Tomlinisms and everything. And so he's, he, um, you know, that's one thing I like about him. You know, he's, he really is, um, you know, kind of like you said, able to let his hair down. He's, he's pretty relaxed during the week. He's just, uh, you know, laser-focused on getting, getting Ws and doing what he, he can to lead the team. But um, he really is a funny guy. I mean, it's... Um, even in the facility, he's he's able to crack jokes and um, you know give people a hard time. So um, he's he's definitely a, a unique coach in that way. And certainly paying off on the field. You guys win a couple in a row now, nineteen sixteen over the Falcons yesterday. So both these wins coming down to some important uh, important moments at the end of games. Zach, couple one score wins. Are, are you guys getting more comfortable? I mean, you talked about it as you know being cohesive and playing together as a unit and everything. Are you guys getting more comfortable in those late game situations? Yeah, I mean, we we really have had no choice. You know, we've we've been in so many of those uh, close late game situations this year, and, and really the last couple of years have been here. But um, that's always uh, a big question mark for young teams: is can they win the close games? And um, so th- I think uh, some of the big steps in the maturation of a team are, are, are answering those kind of questions. And so, um, although we would like to be winning, um, you know, by multiple touchdowns, like we feel like we should be in some of these games that are, we're making closer than um, they should be. Um, um, it's it's key for us to be able to win those close games and make those big plays in those big moments um, in the fourth quarter and, and be able to seal the deal. Well, and you guys have been able to do that. You know, it, it helps to it helps to hold on to the ball if you're going to win 22 first downs in in both of these games. How big is that just for you guys to be able to? I mean, for your own sake to be able to move the ball without turning it over for the confidence, but also just when you are playing these close games, Zach. 
Yeah, I mean, it's um, important not to turn the ball over, obviously. That uh, was one of our Achilles heels in the in the first half of the season. But also, I think something we had talked about before on here was just three and outs, and, and we've eliminated largely a lot of those three and outs. I think we might have only had one yesterday at the end of the third quarter and start of the fourth. Um, and that's huge. I mean, it's, it gives our defense a break when we're able to stay out there for more than more than one uh, set of downs. Gives the defense a break. Uh, let's let the defensive coaches kind of analyze their last drive and talk about things. Gets us into a rhythm. Gets gives us some momentum. So, I think um, limiting those three and outs have been huge for us, really, since um, the bye week break. Zach, I have to ask you this: So, you've continued your grilling podcast even during the season? <laughs> uh, we'll see. I, I so we. We've continued to film. I saw a version and it looked like it was new, so that's why I asked. I, I noticed it last night, so it was yeah. Crooked. So yeah, we, you. we've we filmed. Um, we're filming some actually coming up here pretty soon um, with some some special guests that I think everybody's going to really like. Uh, but you know, it's one of those things. The first half of the year, we didn't re- we, the media team wasn't really able to post a lot of them because we weren't running a lot of games because you know you're. You're you're a three and six or three and seven team, and, and you're right. posting Zach Gentry and Pat Farmer <laughs> grilling people, and you know you get a lot of comments like, "How about you get in your playbook?" You know, so uh, <laughs> so it's, wow. it's not a great look. So hopefully we can start to stack some wins so I can continue to record some of those. Well, you know, it, it may not be a good look uh, in terms of those kind of things, Zach, but that hat that you wear—that's a great look. Oh, you like that? You know what? I'll uh, well, Chris is coming up. Scott Galetti. I'll uh, I'll maybe I'll uh, you do you do some grilling. I think in your in your yeah, downtime. I, so, um, and I I talked to Santa. It actually, like my daughter does the grilling in the household. But yeah, yeah. Zach Scott does the eating. Okay, <laughs> I do he's, the eating. He's never turned down a grill. <laughs> I bought the barbecue, but I don't do the grilling. All yeah. right, <laughs> one more for Scott. Uh, for for Zach Scott. I, I, well, I, I got to ask you about buddy, Michigan. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know the. Yeah. the Michigan uh, going into the Final Four. Your thoughts on, uh, you know, what they might be able to do? Oh, I mean, you know, it's it's, it's uh, one of those things. It's uh, margins going to be razor thin when you get down to the Final Four. I don't care who you're playing. You know, I think a lot of people are writing off TCU against Michigan in this game, but that's a scary team. I mean, they have a, you know, they have a top ten draft pick at wide receiver. It's a big, big, tall guy. Their their defense is. Is outstanding. I mean, they they really they're a complete team. I've watched them multiple times this year. Um, so that's that's going to be a big game. Uh, obviously, n- nobody's going to overlook anybody um, in the playoffs. But I think there's there's so much time to prepare for the other team that it doesn't really matter who you're playing. Um, the coaches and players have so much time to prepare that they're going to come up with the, the absolute best game plan that they can have. And so, um, obviously, rooting for my Wolverines, and I, I, I hope and believe they can pull it off. But it's uh, it's going to be a great game. Zach, uh, what about Ohio State? Uh, the good news is you got in. The bad news is you're playing the Georgia Bulldogs. Now, I'm not taking anything away from Ohio State, uh, but, man, that's a, a, a unique matchup that a lot of people thought three weeks ago was going to be for the national championship. Obviously, you guys uh, made sure that that wasn't the case uh, at Michigan with that win. But, uh, man, uh, not only you guys at TCU, but uh, that other Final Four game, my gosh, Georgia. Georgia and Ohio State, you'll enjoy watching that too, right? Yeah, I think that's going to be a, a great game. I think oh. that's going to be a closer game than people think. I mean, 
and, and I mean, all credit to Georgia. Georgia's a fantastic team, but I don't think they're as complete as they were last year. Um, and Ohio State, you know, that's a team that I'm not very fond of, but they're going to come into the playoff pissed off, and they're going to, um, you know, they're they're a, te- yeah. a team that, that barely made it in. Uh, you know, that, that people are going to be wondering if, if other teams should have made it in or whatever. So, um, I will. I never. I never will count out uh, an Ohio State team, no matter what, um, just because they're so athletic and, and they have so much depth. Um, so that's going to be a fantastic game. I mean, I, I really think that uh, both of these games are going to be great. No, I know. It's rare to talk about Ohio State play, coming into a game with a chip on their shoulder. They never have chips on their shoulder. Uh, everybody's always putting them on pedestals. So there you go. Hey, Zach, uh, I appreciate you staying with us longer because of the technical uh, problems at the front end. I want to play something for you that we heard uh, last night after the game. We were watching KOB uh, Channel 4, uh, Tessa Mentis and Ryan McLaughlin uh, for KOB uh, 4. Ran this little piece. I want to play it for you real quickly. Go ahead, Sam. The NFL has a My Cause, My Cleats program. Players can wear cleats to bring attention or raise money for a particular cause. On the Steelers' website, Gentry says, It was close to home. That tragedy happened when I was back home between OTAs and training camp. Gentry graduated from El Dorado High School in 2015. He remembers the services for the four Bernalillo County first responders killed in a helicopter crash over the summer. It happened after they were helping fight a wildfire in northern New Mexico. Gentry says it was touching to see the way the community came together and honored them. I wanted to do something like that, too. And you did do something uh, like that, Zach. Um, yesterday was my uh, cause, my cleats in the NFL. It's week 13 and players throughout the league. And um, you uh, had uh, the names and pictures of Larry Cohen, Fred Beers, Michael Levinson, and Matt King on your shoes. Um, what, w- what was that all about, uh, Zach? And talk to us about uh, that. Um, because, you know, you, you, you're a New Mexican. And this, uh, this situation, like you said, at home with you and you included this uh on the field la- yesterday afternoon yeah absolutely i mean it was uh it really was an honor to be able to do that um for them and, and kind of um you know make that more well known um that was just something that, that touched me you know like i like i said in the article it was um that happened when i was back home uh with my family and um it was obviously a, a big story and it was something that um just just made me feel sad but made me feel prideful because i saw the way that the community kind of came together um i remember they they brought those men back from from the crash site and and there were cars all over the city lined up and american flags you know hanging over uh the highway and um it just um i felt like um it was something i could do uh for 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 a special you know special cause um bernalillo county sheriff's office and, and fire department and uh also for some, some special guys that should never be forgotten. No doubt about it, Zach. And a lot of people uh, have been very appreciative of that uh, all across the state of New Mexico. And um, it, people have asked, and maybe you don't know this yet, so I don't want to put you on the spot, uh, but uh, eventually maybe those cleats will be auctioned off. Is that the way I understand it, or is that in the hands of the NFL, Zach? Well, so uh, I was actually going to, uh, talk to you about this off the air, but there's no secrets or anything. So I will be probably trying to auction those off at some point. I would like okay. to do it um, 
you know, maybe get together with you and, and figure out uh, the, the best way to do it. Because I'd like to do it um, back home instead of, you know, um, I don't want to do it on the NFL website because then, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but just a, a super fan of the Steelers from somewhere around the country is going to want to bid on them, not for the value of what they're about, but for the just wanting a Steelers player's cleats, you know, for, for their right. memorabilia room. So uh, uh, at some point I will be figuring out uh, when and where is best to auction those off, and it probably will be, um, you know, something back home or um, something I do myself. But I will uh, certainly keep you in the loop so we can let everybody know. Yeah, uh, I've already got uh, the juices flowing here and, and coming up with some ideas. We'll definitely talk about it down the road to, to try to maximize that auction, like you said, and make it available to New Mexicans and uh, really um, keep it within New Mexico. Again, uh, you um, having the pictures and names of the fallen Bernalillo County Sheriff officers uh, that, that tragically died in that helicopter crash, Larry Cor- uh, Corin, Fred Beers, Michael Levinson, and Matt King, and those were all names and pictures you had on your cleats all right zach thank you so much uh real quick i mean we got to at least preview uh the game against baltimore on sunday one o'clock start early game one of the great rivalries in the nfl let's just cut to the chase um zach and man is 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 a little bit different during the the ravens week there uh at the facility in pittsburgh zach i mean it's a big big uh rivalry for you man it definitely feels a little different every time we play them. Uh, it, it's their idea. There's no two ways about it. Since I've been here, they're, they're, they've been our biggest rival and really uh, the team that for the most part um, is vying against us for the, the top of the division. Um, you know, obviously that's not the case so far this year, but we're trying to make it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, I do know one thing. It's going to be a physical game. It's going to be a close game no matter what. Um, and uh, it's going to be one that we're going to be uh, very familiar with that team and uh, we should be very prepared for. And, you know, the uh, the situation with Lamar Jackson not playing, but, again, going back to, to Mike Tomlin, uh, like that's irrelevant in the preparation or the respect for the Ravens with or without Lamar Jackson, Zach. For sure. I mean, that's, um, he, he's, he's a big reason for their success. But, um, you know, you've seen it in the past before. They've had, they've had backups come in who are like-bodied and, and – similar styles and, and they've been able to execute and win a lot of games that way as well so um you know they're they're still going to have a, a very strong defense with or without lamar their special teams are going to be great with justin tucker and uh they still have a great o-line and a great scheme so it's going to be tough to prepare for either way zach thank you so much for the extra time today and again um the uh the whole uh my cause my cleats we'll talk more about that down the road but just a really neat thing that a lot of people around uh, the state of new mexico are very 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 proud of we're all very proud of you uh and uh we'll keep our eye on number 81 this sunday against the ravens uh the steelers now five and seven of one two straight uh things are a little bit brighter in pittsburgh uh, regardless of what the weather outside is and the fans are going to be there for you on Sunday. I mean, you guys have got them really energized.